language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. You're listening to Psycho Music Lyricology, a podcast where music touches the mind and heals the soul. I am one of your co-hosts, the guy that doesn't know anything about hip-hop, Sheldon Moss, along with the dude that is always secure about his opinion, Michael Nelson. Oh, Cliff, baby. And of course, the professor, Maurice Moss. What's up? Hey, man, we, we, we got a, a house full it's a big show tonight. Say, man. It's a big show. It's a uh, really uh, big uh, show. Uh, I'm a little nervous, man, because you know we got a we got a cat up in here, man, that I've been knowing since junior high. You know what's crazy about it, though? All I know is his name is the Mr. What Up Though. What up, though? That's all I know is Mr. What Up Though. What up, though? I want to just introduce this cat, man. What's up, Cliff? Brother. That's that Pierce man. What's up, Moss? Yeah, up, man. Brother? Say, you know what? Uh, uh, another thing, though. Don't call both of us Moss because, you know, this is my cousin over here. Oh, so, <laughs> you know, that's Moss and I'm Sheldon. Oh, yeah, because I answered to that. Because he answers to Moss. <laughs> I answer to Sheldon. That's my like, fault. You know Somebody what I'm actually mentioned that to me one day. <laughs> Somebody actually said, you say Moss all the time. Who are you talking about? I was like, Moss. I was talking about Moss. And... You know, <laughs> yeah, I I keep forgetting that both y'all last name is Moss. Yeah, man. You know, so I'm just an honorary first cousin. Well, you know, you always gonna be at that. Mm-hmm. But what's happening with it, Mike? You know, uh, so, uh, who is our other two oh, guests we got up in here, man? Well, you know how we do it. We'll do it this way. We got uh, we have uh, uh, two of the homies who are fellow DJs. Uh, uh, the crew, uh, true school music. Uh, they brothers to each other, blood brothers to each other, and then just brothers to the rest of us. Yes, sir. Uh, got Clifton Pierce and Broderick Pierce. No What's doubt. up, fellas? Yes, sir. What up? What up? What's up? Welcome, yeah, to, the then, Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Got good. a got a new homie. Uh, been around the block for a couple of years now. Uh, keeping pretty tight, pretty close. Uh, all the way from Chicago by way of. Somewhere else, by way of somewhere Gata. else. <coughs> Gata. Got the homie. Uh, his Shot name City. is uh, Daryl. Daryl Muse. D Muse. D Muse. What's up, sir? What's what up, fellas? What's going on? You, gonna, you, you, you know, know I, you, you gonna have to get in the mic. Yeah, man. Okay, y'all hear me? You know there what's going on? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right. If yeah. you if you can't hear yourself, we can't hear you. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so you know, it's uh, we got a house full today. We got the we got. The regular crew and the and the homies. No yeah, doubt. man. So we get to have uh, Friday. Get to have, and it's a Friday night. Yes, we don't never sir. record on Friday nights. Yeah, yes, That's perfect. So, y- you, you know, know what's so good? It's about Friday. Friday. What's that song? You ain't got no job. <laughs> you ain't got shit to do. You got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> we got drinks. No doubt. Yes, sir. So we're going to be all right tonight. Stella. We're going to be out tonight. Say, man, we don't do no shout outs. No shout outs. No shout outs, dog. Yeah, till Stella start paying, no shout outs. Because they'd have shut us down on some more shit. But uh, don't get too personal. Yeah, yeah, right. 
Anyway, <laughs> man. But say, uh, uh, of course, man, you know, I'm just going to go right into, um, hey, look, check this out. New music, that's what we talk about in the beginning, of course. Um, Sean Martin, fire. You right, man. Yeah, I like it too. Sean. Yeah, man. You right. So, uh, I mean, y'all, y'all from, y'all know the city, so yeah. you know Sean. Yeah. And uh, that theme song, the one we played at the beginning, that's Sean's Sean's song Sound like too. I, yeah, when I heard it. I, I yeah, so he um, just put out a new album, mm. uh, which is uh, a trio. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's trio. a trio focus. So we got to listen to it a little bit earlier, and yeah, man, I, I'll agree. Like it. It's fire. Yeah, and, like what, and what what got me was when the the first track is uh, one of your favorite saxophonist Joe Henderson. <laughs> yeah, wow. man, Joe recorded Joe. me. He played that. He started that out with that. So yeah, man. When you can play that and give it justice, then you all right with me. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And then we got a youngster out of Dallas, you know. Uh, he has dropped today, too. He did a listening party last night. Did you go to the listening party? I didn't make it, man. Oh, okay. Man, actually, uh, when I got ready to click to purchase, sold, he sold out. Sold out. He sold out the, yeah. Sold out, man. Bob Se- Bobby yeah, Sessions. Bobby Sessions, Bobby man. Session. Mm-hmm. Bobby Sessions, man. Okay. That young man has something to say. Yeah, now he from okay. What part of Dallas he from? I'm not for Pleasant Grove. Pleasant Grove. Okay. Yeah, he's from Grove. Yeah, man. His mother, his actually, his mother uh, went to Lincoln. Okay. His mother went to Lincoln. She came out with uh, '83, and it's ironic. His mother and my mother are good friends. You talking? You know, it's big age gap, but man, they tight as ever. What about the vibe or the, I mean, what's, what's his vibe? He, he's, I mean, a, he's, a, he's a political line. artist. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's Killer he's, Mike. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's on that too. He's on that level. And he's, yeah. uh, uh, he been, he's, uh, he started, uh, really kind of getting his thing together about three years ago. Three or four years ago. Yeah, was he in man. the underground but circuit? Yeah. Yeah, and he, yeah uh, I think I've heard him. He was putting uh, he was putting together nice uh videos. I mean when Everything. he decided when he decided he was gonna be a rapper, he just went hard at it. He left his job with fifty dollars yeah. in his pocket. Yeah. He went hard at it and, and uh, went at it. Let me see, I guess it was this year he got a deal with Def Jam, got a distribution deal with Jeff Jam. Yeah, Bobby is uh yeah. yeah he's a he's a he's a political artist he's dope okay yeah, yeah, yeah man. Man. put he's my dope. ear to that yeah so he, he must have had some kind of some some, some heavy influences for him to hey <laughs> man especially as like PG yeah, yeah and, you know it wasn't a feel of fresh crew but right. yeah it was, <laughs> he was he was dope he he got it from somewhere but yeah you yeah know he's dope he's he's real good so yeah so he's a young cat. Young. Oh yeah, man. He's early what twenties, early twenties. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, it might be mid twenties now. Yeah. But yeah, man. What's up, Mike? Maurice? What you what you know good over there? You know? Uh, nothing, nothing. Uh, uh, I've been listening to, uh, the Freddie Gibbs that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. I've been continuing to listen to that. That's yeah. that rap record that you were talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He's really good. I like that. Okay. Freddie uh, Gibbs out of Detroit, right? No, I, I think. I think nah, so. Gary. Oh, yeah, Gary, Gary Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, yeah, Gary yeah. Indiana. That's but that's right. what it, but that's, that's where he, he blew he, up. Yeah, he blew up in, in the Detroit. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got some good uh I mean I wouldn't necessarily go to him, but his album cover I was talking about in the last show, he uh recreated the cover from uh Teddy Pendergrass's yeah, last album. Yeah, I, I it's it's that. nice. Oh, okay. It's nice. I like it. Uh so I've been listening to him and uh uh today 
I think the internet came out, so I listened mm-hmm. to that. That was mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also, uh, one just kind of came up on my YouTube page, and I didn't even know she was putting out albums. Uh, but Maya actually has uh, a new album, and it's really good. The dance. My team. love is like whoa, Maya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey she, Mouse. Mickey <laughs> Mouse. Yeah, you should you should check her out though, man. She from BET. Superstar. To, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Right. If you if you look at like uh, she came Maya. out with a with that album Mood Ring like in two thousand three. <laughs> yeah. 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 She continued to put out music, but okay. she put it out in like Japan. Okay. So she actually has more independent stuff than she does major label stuff. Because mm. yeah, she put uh, like three or four albums out in Japan. But uh, <laughs> she she, she yeah. doing good, man. That I da- like it. That dancing was a, dancing with the stars was a problem for me. I couldn't I couldn't watch that to make company. <laughs> <laughs> she looks better now than when she looked. She, to me, she's getting better with age. Oh, yeah. Did she do like Teen Summit or something like that? Yeah. On BET? Yeah, she she that's where she started. Yeah. Yeah. She I know started, she's right? an actor. She, was a, she danced on the show. Yeah, she wasn't like yeah. hosting. Oh, anything, okay. But yeah, okay. you're right, though. She was on, It was yeah. Teen Summit or one of those jobs. Oh, I'm thinking about the other chick that was on Teen Summit. Yeah, I can't think that's of her a, name. That's a problem, too. Ananda. Ooh. Yeah, that was. Ananda Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, man, ain't my wife went to uh, yes, undergrad sir. with a Nanda. She's a Howard. Yeah, grad. so we had to. Yeah, uh, yeah we cute. we don't get to talk about a Nanda. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that name can't come up. Yeah, that, that's a problem. But Maurice, I I thought, I, man, I was looking forward to uh uh you bringing up the young lady that you had uh. YouTube oh, Boo Fresh. Oh, man. Yeah, she was cool. I liked yeah, her. Man, she had a she, nice flow. Oh, man, she protest. Yeah. She's sensual. Yeah. I she's really poetic. Like yeah, I like her. She's all apparently, in one, uh, man. She's, I just heard about it, but apparently in Philadelphia, she's a thing because Black Thought and yeah, man. everybody's down Yeah, man, she her, got so. like four or five albums out. Yeah, yeah. You she, know, she I went nice back to flow. 2011. Yeah, I, I really like, liked oh, her. Oh, hell. Yeah, Tiny Desk is actually a good way to find a lot of good yeah, music. Oh yeah, I agree. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's uh, always pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's you, you you find stuff there that I'm like, wow, I, I had no idea. No, no idea. To get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up, baby Mike? You know what you uh, what you been on, man? Hey, you know what, man? I've been trying to listen to a couple of things. I actually uh, I listened to Drake's album in its entirety in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of yeah, I don't know. I, I, I literally had nothing to do. Because uh, what it's about two, three hundred songs deep, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and so I nobody, to, nobody from the crew did a in my feelings challenge. Or what I, they you know, I considered doing it a couple of times, but then I kind of I was like, yeah, I'm too old for this shit. So, uh, uh, but I, I listened because you recommended it. Couple of weeks ago, we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. You know, the album, that, that the, song. No, the whole the album. album. Yeah, you like that. You like yeah. Uh, yeah. both sides. So. I, well, I don't say both sides. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, the, uh, that's a different. When you when you said that, and, when you said that, that made perfect sense <laughs> yeah. to me. When you said that, but it don't it don't make perfect sense to a whole lot of right. people. But yeah, uh, I like the second one actually a lot a lot better. I like the second one better. Yeah. Okay. The R&B. So I like. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's where I was. With. So yeah. I finished it. I don't really have. I don't. I don't know that I have a real opinion about it. Um, uh, I didn't hate it, but I don't. You know, I don't say I didn't like. I didn't. I don't know that I liked it. But if you're playing the songs, you know, I'm not gonna get pissed off and say mm-hmm. turn this shit mm-hmm. off. You mm-hmm. know. But so I mean, you know, I, I think I got tired of it too because it was too long. 
Mm. You know, kind of repetitive. Yeah, it got, it got, it got, yeah. it got very long. On it. <laughs> it was I like listen to one whole song. Yeah, I couldn't listen much. to it. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, shit. Yeah, it sounded yeah. like he was saying. But the same I did, thing. yeah. But yeah. I did try to. I, w- I wanted to. So my my plan was okay. I'm gonna sit here and listen to it, and then I'm gonna give it, give it a, uh, give it thought in its entirety instead of breaking it up. You know, song by song or a couple of pieces. You know, but yeah, it was too long. Uh, I think he, you know, you put out ten cuts on one album and ten cuts on another album two months later. But, but here's the thing: you're not Drake's audience. I'm not. <laughs> so I'm <it's> not. <laughs> you're right. That's right. So, so Drake's audience ate that up. And Drake's audience, because you know, because like, uh, we were talking about this a couple few months ago, because Chris Brown did the same thing. He yeah. did like thirty six album, thirty six song album. And all album of his fan base ate that up. And I think and I got to like song seven. And yeah, I, I like, still haven't listened yeah, to I that. I tried to listen album. to that Chris Brown. After same seven, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I, was I like, get I'm it. Done. I get where you're going here. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much, uh, I, you know, I, I didn't hate it, but I, I won't say that I liked it or anything like that. I probably, I don't see myself giving it too many more spins, uh, if any. You know, maybe, maybe the my translation, no more. He said translation. You know, that's really it anymore. I'm proud of you, probably. Yeah, it's disposable, just like everything else. Yeah, and today I caught wind of an album. Uh, it's called The Midnight Hour. It's Ali Shaheed Muhammad and Adrian Young. They put a joint together. It just came out. Dude. Yeah, they put a joint together. Uh, I like, you know, I like, we've had discussions on other shows about how uh, uh, if I if I wanted to be, an, if, if I was in the industry, if I was an artist, then one of the things that um, I could see myself doing is really kind of, getting access because i can't see myself wanting to do like one thing you know so i would want to you know uh play with different musicians you know vibe with different artists on a you know a lot of different levels and record it and put it out and be a part of that you know and i think adrian young does that a lot mm-hmm. you know uh he kind of he's kind of that instant vintage kind of soul artist you know you yeah. know he he you know, he he's from the school of Dilla. He's from the school of uh, uh, just uh, uh, soul music, yacht. We were talking about yacht rock, yacht soul. Mm. He's from that whole school, and he just you know, I think uh, I find it interesting how he you know he 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 tries to meld all of those things together, and so you know, and then Ali Shahid, of course, from Tribe Called Quest, uh, you know put out probably arguably one of the greatest jazz hip hop influenced albums ever you know well you know with uh low end theory everybody everybody who loves anything about hip hop or, or produced hip hop <laughs> yeah if you pro- if you're a hip hop producer mm-hmm. you know that's in your that's in your mm-hmm. blueprint mm-hmm. you're listening to lo- you know so the things that Ali Shaheed Muhammad has done so them being together, they they created a pretty good uh pretty good uh uh document. Uh they brought Ladybug Mecca out of wherever she's been and she did a she did a cut on the album. CeeLo's done a cut on the album. Yeah, and I then like they that. uh one of the things I found really interesting is they kind of did a uh a remake of uh So Amazing. Luther Luke. Vandross. 
and it's Luther singing the song. So they they stripped his vocals off of whatever it was off the original, kind of remade. I mean, it sounds like so amazing, and they kind of remade it, and it's a kind of a faster cut. They you know kicked up the BPMs a little bit, and um, they just mixed it in and redid it. And it's real, and it's good. It's it's worth listening to. So you know, it's called a midnight hour. I, I recommend that. Adrian Adrian Young and uh, uh, Ali Shaheed Muhammad. Yeah, man, yeah, cool. it's pretty dope. I I, I think uh, that'll definitely get more spins than uh, Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> that that'll definitely get more spins than that. Well, you know your your you know your your boy JT came out with a Drake inspired track. Who? Justin Timberlake oh. came out with a. I hate when people call him JT. That gives him too much. That gives him too much. Too much street cred. That belongs to he Johnny too Taylor. Much, too much street cred. Yeah, yeah, man. Johnny Taylor. He but you know, you know what? You know what? Since you talking, man, what you been on, Cliff? What's happening with you? Know, you know what, what up, though? The funny thing is, the last thing I'm still on what Jericho Jackson. Yeah. I think I'm still listening to Jericho Jackson with uh Els High and Crisis. Oh, still, okay. I still okay. think I'm 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 jamming that. I'm jamming Prime Two. That was uh, good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. that was a good. Prime one. Two was dope. Um, what else? That Fonte. I'm jamming the Fonte. Okay. Uh, yeah, we did a whole show about Fonte. that album. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, which to me, not to, not to cut you off. No, nah, you good. He's the better version of what. I think somebody like Drake would really like to be as far as being mm, able to do a more man, A man, a mm, man, a man after my own heart. I said that Drake very same lane, thing. But he wish he could really rhyme like that and sing like that. But you that, know they really kind of came out of the same, they came out of, I mean, they, they're friends. Yeah, they, they, know, they came out of, right. Yeah, they right. came out of the same, yeah. same underground together. Because yeah. I'm an old boy from Canada. Cool. Cat from a uh, foreign exchange. No, no he's actually he's from, from uh, Norway, yeah, Norwegian, Norway. Yeah. Okay. he's Norwegian okay. or something yeah. like that. Norway, Sweden, something yeah. like that. Okay, okay. Little Nordic but, countries. But, but, I mean, but Drake has always pretty much let it be known that he fucked with little, yeah. mm-hmm. with little brother and other way around. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, but, dang. but he's much doper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we did a whole show about no news is good news. Yeah. So, That's yeah, a good album right yeah, now. we yeah. we we all were he's, like he's stuck very on that one underrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, you know what? I don't think he's underrated. I just think he's unheard of by. I mean, you know, I mean, one mainstream. His, one of his, that ain't yeah, the same thing. No, it's 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 not uh, the same thing. Uh, uh, one of his one of his one of his lyrics that uh, uh, is like Bible to me is when he says, uh, "I ain't mad at radio because I don't know what's on it." Right, you know, he ain't, he ain't, that ain't they ain't they ain't his. That's not where he's going, you know, and and it my, doesn't matter. My favorite thing is when he says, "Shit, this hip hop thing ain't that hard." <laughs> no, <laughs> beats, dope lyrics. Yeah, shit. what else do you want? Yeah. What else do yeah. you yeah. know what I mean? That's if you have that. talent, you can mm-hmm. deliver that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And one more thing for you, I'm, I'm, no, no, I haven't ahead. been. Uh, I watched me and him watch the G Funk documentary. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen yeah. it yet. I've been, I've been meaning to stop and watch it, but I just haven't. I yet. never yeah. heard of that. So yeah, that's a uh, it's a trip, man. It's how, uh, how it really, I mean, really showed how one G basically saved Def Jam. Pretty much, yeah. you know wow. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He basically saved Def Jam. Yeah. Man. That, this was before yeah. Jay Z, DMX, right, right, yeah. right. Meth, Onyx, and all, Meth, yeah, and all them came on the scene. Yeah. Red man, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. trip. Uh, I read somewhere where he was catching some grief from. 
somebody's son. Maybe it's Nate Dogg's son. It is Nate Dogg's son. It's something about that, I yeah, saw that, but I don't really yeah, know the something details. Like, uh, uh, he said he was misrepresented or something, and it, um, and so I didn't I didn't finish reading it because I want to see the documentary first, first yeah, and then yeah. I read the uh, criticism no from it. Yeah, conclusion. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Kind of. He was a little underrated too at that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like a, the underdog. Right. And yeah. I didn't realize how big the hit was. You know. Yeah. He sold three million records. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three million. Yeah. And, man, and that's if, the same as and that if, same as dog as uh, doggy style. Uh, yeah. Same so as doggy style, style. More than ready to die. So, that's what I'm thinking. You yeah. know. Yeah. And so. so if you're gonna be a one hit wonder, that's all right. That's that's, <laughs> that's the way to be one. Yeah. That's the way to be. That's the one. That's the way to be one. But Vaughn wasn't a one hit wonder. Who? No, nah, he wasn't. G, you, uh, okay. I agree. No, nah, he, he had a solid album, man. He had a solid album. He, he, he could rap. This DJ, hey. But he yeah. has some, yeah. he got some shit you bob your head to, though. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> you know what, you, we, we, we need to get Daryl up in here, man. What you, Daryl, what you, you been skip, on? You skip, you Nah, hold on, you know, oh, Daryl yeah. okay. need to talk, man. Okay. They're ready to talk, man. He's just spitting <laughs> lyrics and everything before we got started, man. What's happening with it, Daryl? What you on? Oh man, nothing much. Right? Don't be nervous, man. I ain't nervous. It's just, you know, I hear you guys talking about, you know, a lot of different things. Y'all talking about, you know, some of the underground different and some of the newer music. But lately, most of my uh, playlists been a lot of old school. You know, a lot of old school hip hop. So that's what I've really been focused on. So you know, like I was telling them coming over here, I was listening to the Coogee rap. So it's just like happy birthday, Cool G Rap. Yeah. Oh man, happy birthday! I didn't even know. See, I was listening to him. I didn't know it was his birthday. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, so just a lot of old school and like my playlist is super diverse right now. So you know, when I hear them say certain things, like another artist that I've been listening to a lot late lately that's underrated is um Tech Nine. And so I think Tech Nine is probably Empire too. Man, he one of the most underrated, most one one yeah. of the most underrated MCs probably ever you know what i'm saying because he can go okay okay where is he out of i've out seen him kansas, right kansas okay. city i think oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. kansas city okay. by way of la yeah, yeah. Okay. they take okay. down out of kansas, kansas city kansas. yeah he okay. wanted he wanted them cats where i can't stand looking at them so it's kind of hard <laughs> to listen to him. man but <laughs> it's just it's just something about you know it's just different but what, like, is, uh, what is mike i don't know you can't tell this, I don't yeah. know who he looks like a little Uzi Vert or something. Nah, <laughs> who are we talking? No, he don't look like that. <laughs> but who are we talking about that time? I said I just I can't get past the way they look, so I can't listen to their music. I remember, I don't remember the beard who it with was. the no mustache. It was just something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he used to wear a mohawk a or something. Yeah, oh yeah, he, just, yeah, he out there. He'll, yeah, he'll, he'll so, flip his I mean, look, and you be yeah. like, man, for real. And then I think the first song I ever heard him do, he did some. He was doing that. That flipping I think, it fast, yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah. that was and, his trademark. And you know, outside of Buster, there ain't a whole lot of cats I can listen to like that that I actually enjoy. Yeah, I just, I respect Tech Nine, but nah, I don't really have yeah. Tech Nine myself either. Yeah. Nah, nah. All right, Daryl, give us some more stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that was just like to me, like I said, one of the more underrated rappers that I've been listening to that actually came out with something new. So, yeah. you know, other than that, you know, you just. Like I said, I I rock with a lot of like old school right now. And I don't even call it old school because most of the stuff that now that's considered old school, I don't consider it old school because that's what I came up on. So I listen to like a lot of 
you know, 90s, early 90s, late 89, you know, going up into like 99. That 10 year span, that's like my, that's my golden era, 88 mm-hmm. to like 98. So yeah. a lot of that I'll keep in my playlist. That's a good yeah. 10 years. That's a good 10 years. Man, well, Broderick, man, you know, uh, yeah. what's, what's, you know what's crazy about you, Broderick, is I did not know you all were, uh, what, seven years apart? Seven years, man. Mm-hmm. Shit, really? Man, man, I didn't realize man. y'all were that much that, that much of a age difference yeah. in y'all. But yeah. man, what you been Who on, the man? Oldest? I'm the oldest. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let it be known. I can't even tell who the oldest is. What do you say? Damn it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I thought he was the Shit, big brother. Um, <laughs> pretty much, man. Kinda kinda like what He's everybody smarter than I am though. Like everybody <laughs> else that uh But you brought him up. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of like my man D, you know, I kind of, you know, dip my toe into the new, the newer, you know, music that's out. My son is 14, so, you know, he puts me on, you know, tries to put me on some of this new music or whatnot, but um, I always try to do my due diligence and listen, so I didn't, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to tell you like this, like him, you know, pretty much what I've been bumping is like, Jericho Jackson and uh, Black Dog. Uh, yeah, I've been as far as the new Don't stuff. Don't you say nothing, Michael? He's going to go off on a rant on Black Dog, man. But trying to listen to. Oh, that's a whole to, show right there. But trying to listen to also, you know, all the other music that's been coming out, like Drake's, Drake's album, <coughs> Kanye, and his. <laughs> With three or four albums that he dropped in like So wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, no, okay, so, so, wait, 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 hey, you listened to it yet? You did, you listened to it. I listened to the entire album. You listened to it, now, who, did you, Sheldon? Parts of it. Okay, I still, I have heard one song, I have heard one track. Which one? Yeah. I haven't heard one. Just, hey. Hey, the four albums that. that he's you know yeah. associated with, yeah. yeah I have heard and Tiana Taylor. I listen. I listen to all of that. Tiana is dope. I like the Tiana. That's Taylor. a dope record, man. Yeah. What did you think about the Kanye? Um, no. <laughs> nah. Really? It's not. Nah. You know, you know, it's like, nah. nah, I'm not having it. Nah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't, I don't really. Maybe get, yikes. <laughs> yeah, it's that a couple. Might be the only like two, two cuts, I would say. But that Nas, same thing. Two cuts. Wow, no, I like wait, the Nas wait, album, wait, man. Yeah. I really uh, like I, the Nas album. I forgot about the Nas when he just said that. Yeah. That's that's garbage. Yeah, I that, like this. That, we, that, we really enjoyed it. That Nas, no sir. We y'all, really y'all enjoyed that Nas. Nas that Nas, nah. yeah, okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just let me make a statement before you go in. Let me just make a statement, please. We go wait. We go talk about that. Let Broderick finish, and then we yeah, then we gonna get into because that's what the whole show is. So then we can talk about that. So so yeah. So I I've been trying to listen to I listen to all of that man, and I just you know. Hadn't really been uh, moved by none of this that's been out lately. Just to be frank and honest, I think a lot of times we give a little bit too much uh, leniency towards music. Um, oh, yeah, J-Rock. Yeah, J-Rock. Listen to J-Rock's new album. Couple cuts on there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it's different music to for different people, I understand, but qu- quality music, yeah. though, I mean, something that's... <laughs> Damn. Memorable. I can't. I can't say I've heard anything outside of those, you know, other albums I was saying earlier. But 
I've been trying, man. I've been trying to trying to trying to listen to this new stuff. One 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 of our one of our mantras here is is uh, in the group us uh, is you you know it's always time and place. You know, uh, we talk about how uh, you know music definitely hits you at certain times, certain places. You know, it's just one of those things that you got to be in a certain. Sometimes you got to sometimes you got to hear the song at uh, hear the album, hear the song when you are in a good place and then you can you can go from there because uh moss moss you know i th- we've all done it to each other right like we recommend right. a record and we'll all of us will be like oh that's that was bullshit and then a couple of days later we'll be like no this but shit was i don't think they're gonna come back around on nah. no i'm okay no. i'm okay with that i'm okay with oh, that. Oh, i don't think, that's, so, oh, oh, I think oh, that's a oh. done deal so None let's let's so let's do it this way we we've been we've, been, Kanye. we've been going we've <laughs> yeah. been going at it so especially so normally uh, we we've done what we normally do, so we'll right. just go from here. So uh, uh, this is our hip hop roundtable. This is this this is the premise of of today's show, right. and we're gonna talk about you know a uh, uh, bunch of old heads in this room. Bunch we, of, might, we might book, bunch of, we bunch might just run have a part one and point two. We part might have two. to. So we we got the way the, this thing going. We got the we got the forty plus sure we got be. the forty plus club in the house. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, come of age uh, with hip hop, you know. Uh, we we uh, we were we were all there at the beginning, and we are all uh, 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 still kind of listening to music in that sense. That hip hop is uh, very much a uh, uh, very much a foundation for a lot of the things that we listen to when we talk about hip hop, when we talk about rap music. So. Um, one of the things that uh, we wanted to do is just kind of talk about it, uh, uh, where hip hop was, where it is, and where we see it going. Um, the uh, um, so we'll just start it like this. We'll do it. We'll 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 do it. The, we'll do it the brown sugar way. Uh, when 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 did hip hop really become part of your like being? When did when did when did rap music, hip hop become where you were like? I like this. I fucks with hip hop. This is this is something that I'm gonna always listen to. It's something I'm gonna always be about. And I'll say this: I'm I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be frank and honest. So of course the first uh, hip hop record uh, that was about that I was about was uh, uh, Sugar Hill Gang. You know, uh, I was a hip hop hip hippity hip hip hop. This was fourth grade. I was ten years old, and it was like something that I had. I was that. And the double Dutch bus, remember mm-hmm. double Dutch bus? That was all. Yeah. Frankie J. I was about. I was <laughs> all Smith. about. Yeah, one. I yeah. was all about that. That was rap to me. I loved it. And then you know, as time went on, you know, this is this is this is mid eighties. Uh, I became a, a, a band member. I was in the band, so music, hip hop was not that. Uh, music was much more important to me, so the bands, the '80s bands, were way more important to me than rap music. And about, you know, I want to say my junior senior year, about the time Public Enemy came out, we were listening to Cool J, we were listening to uh, uh, the Smurf, listening mm-hmm. to uh, uh, Pee Wee Herman. You know, there was some good stuff out there, and it was some garbage. But hip hop never really became. Rap music. There, there was a time somewhere between I want to say the mid '80s to 
about the early part of the 90s where I was disavowing hip-hop. I was just like, rap music is bullshit. You know, all of this, you know, it just it ain't nothing to it. It's just, you know, and, and it was good stuff out there then. You know, Ron DMC was out. Cool J was out. These were these were some artists with some real deal wordplay. You know, they could actually say something other than da ha da ha. Uh, <coughs> you know, they they could they, they it was poetry. They had rhyme schemes. They had stuff going, but I didn't like it. Uh, I want to say about the mid about and I want to say around ninety two. Nine no, it had to be a little bit earlier. So it had to be about ninety ninety one. When we went to college, we went to UTA. Moss and I had our first apartment together. We started hanging out with a homeboy. Uh, uh, his name is uh, Walter Archie. Archie is a, uh, he's known around the city as Tahiti, little producer. He introduced me to a uh, uh, tribe called Quest first album. And the song uh, Bonita Applebaum and Footprints. Mm-hmm. That's when I fell in love with hip hop. Then I went back to Ron DMC, then I went back to LL, then I went back to some of the real lyricists of the time. That's when I got into Big Daddy Kane. That's when I got into Cool G Rap after I heard uh, uh, Mm. the uh, first Tribe album. Mm. Uh, So that's kind of my story. That's kind of where it began with me. So we'll just take a quick little round, roundabout, and you say, you know, just tell us when, you know, I hate to use that that sentence, when did you fall in love with hip-hop? Because mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but when did, when did it become part of your your your? We being? know exactly what you, yeah. what you mean when you yeah, say Yeah, so it. when yeah. did it become part of, like, yeah, so you like, like part of your canon? Like, I, you know, if I'm listening to music, then hip-hop is going to be part of it, and this is when it happened. Or what, you know, what song? Was it a song? Was it an era? Was it an album? You know, what what caught your attention about it? Daryl, what's up? Okay. What's up? So I would say I fell in love with hip hop probably when I was like maybe nine or ten years old. We had a local radio station in Chicago called WHPK and it was a college radio station. They used to play hip hop real late at night on Wednesdays, Fridays and Saturday nights, and they played everything uncut. And the first time I, I can tell you the first time I heard Schoolie D, Schoolie D, Saturday night. When I first heard Schoolie D Saturday night, man, I couldn't wait for them to play that song again. You know what I'm saying? I listened to it every week waiting for them to play that song. And I can say, because that was like, at that point, was one of the rawest songs I had ever heard. And I was only like 10. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, dang. And like, Schoolie probably was the first gangster rapper. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? And then he had um, PSK. Yep. And so I would say Schoolie D is probably responsible for me actually falling in love with hip hop to the point where I just couldn't wait to hear it again. And then, you know, I started listening to the Run DMCs, LLs, all of that. You know, that was just what they played on the radio anyway. So you, you heard that. But the next level was I would probably say Big Daddy Kane. When I heard Big Daddy Kane for the first time, just to hear his voice and the way he put the words together. Like Letterman. Man, he made you he made you want to <laughs> he was right. He was he was the first rapper I wanted to be. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I wanted to be Big Daddy Kane, man. I had to. I had the the cut. I had the Big Daddy Kane cut the yeah. two parts. <laughs> man, no, I ain't had. I ain't do the. I ain't do the two parts in my eyebrow. I trying to wild out. Trying to wild out. I ain't do that. <laughs> but I had the. I had the part. Man, and man, I'm telling you, I was maybe about maybe 13, 14 years old, maybe a little bit younger. But man, I wanted to be Big Daddy Kane, man, because I mean, yeah. he was just so smooth with it. Man, he was hard. But he wasn't hard. You know what I'm saying? Right, he was like right. the first rapper that, you know what I'm saying, that let you know that, you know what? I ain't to be played with, but I'm a regular nigga too, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm a yeah, chill. Yeah. I can go over here and massage the ladies. Right. And then I can come over here too if you want to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I give it to you like you want it. And so he was like one of them, to me, like a guy that you see in the hood. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because you've seen guys in the hood that, you know, they can get busy, but they also at the party. They at the bar. They at the club. They dancing. Big Daddy Kane made it cool for a cool dude to dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's where I was like, okay, I, I wanted to be Big Daddy. Okay. Oh, okay. What's up, Roger? Yo. Man. Man, that's a good question, bro. Because, um, oh, that's a deep question. Because for me, shit, I was a little bit younger. <laughs> so it was, I pretty much just grew up with it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I, I had that mixture of my folks, what they was bumping. What was on the radio, what my brother was bumping, you know what I'm saying? So it was like hip hop for me was just more, I think people my age, that's like five or six, seven years younger than you guys, uh, probably it's just more ingrained, you know, because that's just what we heard. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those type of things. And um, so I would would definitely say that the Run DMC, uh, Houdini, P.E., LL, what that little era like eighty five to eighty seven, mm-hmm. I knew then. That's what you know. what I'm saying when I when I when I saw Run DMC when I it was like yeah this is this is me straight up and down. So yeah, that's an interesting thought process because at our age we were kind of we kind of moved into hip hop mm-hmm. when you were, right. it was already there. It was there. You mm-hmm. yeah, right. Okay. It was yeah. there. So it mm-hmm. that's why I said it was a little bit more ingrained. So but. You know, with that shit being said, when I really like, really got like into hip hop and shit, and really like knew it, I was like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. it was probably when I heard Tribe, just like okay. you, because it it seemed more like me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It seemed more like my mind state, yeah. Yeah. stuff that I was interested in yeah. and shit like that. So yeah. I'll say Tribe it, and Daylight. It for was sure. it was interesting what you said that that was the first rapper you wanted to be. I think Q-Tip. And Grand Poobah. Grand Poobah. Those yep. were the first rappers yeah, I That's who I looked up to, <laughs> yeah. them cats. Man. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, it was, you know, it was a plethora yeah, of stuff, man. Yeah. But, you know, also another thing uh, that stood out for me, too, probably for a lot of people in the South, too, was, you know, West Coast when they yeah. really started yeah. to – because the South and the West Coast, being, you know, I lived out there for a little bit. I could definitely see the similarity. So I think we probably gravitated towards that a little bit more mm-hmm. than we okay. did to the yeah. – to the East Coast or whatnot, so I would, I just remember when um when uh, they dropped Dope Man and that in that twelve inch that they had and that's all they had was the two cuts on there yeah and looking at the album I'm just like damn this shit right here is live <laughs> you know I just yeah, thought this yeah. shit was so live man so so yeah man all of that was pretty much my the impetus to me mm-hmm. really getting into music yeah hip hop so Cliff well. <clears throat> When I first fell in love with hip hop, <laughs> mm, that's a good one. Well, since um, 
I'm pretty much a 70s baby, baby. I, um, you know, I'm real on the melodic tip. You know what I'm saying? I, um, I do melodies, you know what I'm saying? And uh, especially the R&B groups, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what really did it for me. So um, when I first heard The Breaks, by Curtis Blow. Hey, you took the words I, right out of Bob that's when I That's when I pretty much, that's when I pretty much fell in love with hip hop. You mm -hmm. took the words right out of my mouth, man. Mm -hmm. Speak on, uh, no, nah, go ahead, no, man. No, nah, nah, hey, go ahead. We can do this twofold. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to say much. No, 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 go ahead. I'm going to get my turn. Go ahead, man, but I feel your devil, though. Hey, when it was something about that, man, just. And these are the breaks. Hook, break it up, break it up, break it up. Yeah. It was just, man, it was fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, me coming and me liking, and I um I like people that can sing. So, you know, I like I like singers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's certain music that I like and it's certain music, you know, that's why I didn't really like R. Kelly, but then we go go back. <laughs> I don't, don't want to go oh, back damn. there, even though he got good music, we but I just really wasn't digging his voice as a singer. But <laughs> But yeah, man, that's what. Uh, that's another that, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he that's did have a bag me, on. Yeah, we don't yeah. fuck with our kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, that 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 breaks, man. And like I said, Houdini, you know what I'm saying? The freaks come out at night. All, all that was right, 83. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If I'm not mistaken, you know, that's you know around that time, Run DMC first first album. And uh, that's when that's when hip hop did it for me, man. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I guess I would probably follow in Cliff's path as far as the R&B kind of leading you into hip hop. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when I was seriously understanding what hip hop was all about was probably around backpacker stuff. So mm -hmm. when uh, Mike was buying Leaders of the New School, Jungle Brothers, Tribe Called Quest. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, yeah. Daylight. That's, that's when I was okay understanding wordplay yeah, and flow yeah, yeah. and Style. beats mm -hmm. and, sta and sampling. But because y'all smart. <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm, I mean, I don't want to interrupt because y'all yeah. smart. That's why you gravitated You kind of have that. to. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it, was a, it was a new thing. So yeah, it was, it was a new creative thing. So that's why you would you know, gravitate toward that new thing. But hip hop, it's funny that the statement that Prod Broderick made about being in it because mm -hmm. I, I was like oh that makes a whole lot of difference when mm -hmm. it's just there versus okay this is what i had and then now there's this new Transition, thing coming up yeah. um because to me hip-hop was kind of peppered into like you had like uh, uh um ain't no future in the front and you know we had stuff kind of peppered in there mm -hmm. that was hip-hop but we was listening to r&b music all in, intermingled with that while hip hop was kind of like bubbling under. It was the right. thing that was underground. It was still underground. Yeah. It yeah. was a thing that when you went to your your cousin's house on vacations right. and stuff, somebody would have a tape and then you would hear something and you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. So that's how I first heard two live crew. Okay. Well, my cousin had a tape of it. It was like, okay, we got in trouble for listening to that. <laughs> but uh, did? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's that was my entryway into hip hop, and as a result, I kind of leaned toward the the southern and the west coast too, because that makes Eight Ball and MJG sampling that girl to me that makes sense because you already have that R and B song okay. 
and then you kind of hip you're doing your hip-hop thing to it so to me that makes sense and then kind of more west coast they do the r&b stuff too um with well not so much with nwa although they they did with dr dre have kind of like that that rhythm influence to soul music that soul that's yeah yeah, that funk all in that funk yeah 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 yeah. so all up and down so and a lot of the a lot of the the west coast to me is still what i like that's one of the reasons why i like kendrick lamar because he still uses it's almost like he approaches uh music like he's writing songs from what from a funk standpoint well yeah like he's an actual musician right right right. like he's a like he's a musician and he's his vocal is an instrument instrument it's part of part of the whole thing so yeah that's me and that's that's my hip-hop so i didn't mean to cut you off Uh, disco okay yeah curtis Disco. it okay that's one okay Disco was so live to me, and my, my, I love disco music. And I mm. really think that it had to be a disco record in order for hip hop to evolve until it came. Yeah, to yeah. Like, well, yeah. Like yeah. rappers yeah. like yeah. that yeah. was a disco record, yeah. pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You know, that's what it came from. So, but you know, and, and, and then if you you know if you trace the roots of that, you know, the first DJs from hip hop were disco DJs, right? Right. Okay. So you yeah. know, and then in in and. Disco was kind of born out of the same thought process. It was, you know, this underground and, and most good music, Rebellious. punk music. Yeah, yeah. it's kind yeah. of this, you know, we just Youthful. not gonna do it. We just not gonna <laughs> yeah. do it your way. We're gonna do it. We we're not gonna do it the it's way. Changing of the that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna try something else. And so it's uh it's uh it's it's really a um I mean I I see where you're going with that. Do you have a story? You know. Cause you like to tell people that you don't know shit about hip hop. So. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I got a couple of things. I got one thing. I've got two things. Uh, you know what, Cliff? Your kids know more about hip hop than me. Huh? <laughs> your kids know more about hip hop mm-hmm. than me. Okay. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm sitting up here watching your videos. I'm like, damn, <laughs> they doing it. Hey. They sheiking in the car. Exposure. They, they doing children. everything. Exposure. They doing teach everything. Chil- you supposed to teach children, car, yeah. But you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna quote some lyrics real quick, Mike. You don't mind? I don't mind. By your favorite rapper of all time. Six in the morning, police at my door. <clears throat> that was your man, wasn't it? Who is that? Ice T, baby. <laughs> Six in the morning, fresh Adidas. We could cross the bathroom floor. Yeah, that's hot. It was hot. That makes me feel better than Eminem. It does. It does. <laughs> don't even get us started. I say, oh, right. said, don't so even I'll get say, a chance uh, to grab my old school tape. Mad with no music. Uh, I'm going to say. That's he, all I got to say yeah. about Bob. I'm, I'm going to say that's not my favorite rapper of all time, but, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, that, that, that's what I know about But anyway, so we, got, <laughs> so we got, we we had a place in, uh, we, had a, we had a place, we, you know, we kind of all have, like, a story, you know, for me, I think hip hop is like so much a part of our DNA. You know, it's yeah. just, you know, um, uh, uh, Chuck D says that, you know, hip hop comes from the place of the drum. Yeah. You know, and it's just in our hearts. It's in our blood. It's in Absolutely. our, you know, it's just, it's just part of. Straight uh, African yeah, shit, just to be blunt. It's just, mm, you know, it's really. just part of who, who we are. Yeah. Um, the thing that, uh, and, and, and when you see, the history of hip hop, uh, from the beginning, you can say, uh, all right, they took they took 
band instruments and music class out of schools. And so, you know, music is just so much a part of who we are as people that we never really lost. We, 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 we still found a way to do it. So what we did was we, we hooked up two turntables on a microphone and we still f- figured out something, you know, right. uh, how, to, how to make it special, how to right. do something with somebody else's. We couldn't play an instrument, so we created instruments out of turntables. We created instruments out of drum machines. And then we found a way to speak our truths over the mic, you know, over these beats. And, you know, it was, it, and, and their chants, you know what I mean? So... Um, I remember when I first started like learning about that and thinking about it, you know, you start looking at African tribes and the trance that they do over beats and you know, it's like we didn't learn that. Nobody, you know, we you know, we came to America on you know, on that big boat ride and none of our culture came with us. So it has to be part of our DNA. It has to be a part of who we are. Uh because it's just, you know, as even as um even if you say you don't like rap music as a black person, you say, I don't, you know, I don't listen to it. I don't like it. There's nothing about it that doesn't um, resonate with you on some level. It has to. It, it, it just, you can't, you can't. It's, it saved the world pretty much. It, if you it is. Really put and it in it's, context. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a really big deal. So um, the thing, the other thing here, here, here I guess here's where we want to go. Here, here's where I want to go with the conversation. So basically hip hop came off the East Coast. Uh we, you know, I I guess in the early late seventies, early part of the eighties, we wanna say that uh, uh the Bronx, Brooklyn, New New York, that's where hip hop that's where the that's where the heart of hip hop is. It's the Mecca. Mm-hmm. And uh and it spread out in a lot of different you know, of course it spread out all over the world. And we can pretty much listen to an artist and place them in a geographic era just by listening to them, mm-hmm. right? And we can say, uh, you know, if you listen to Scarface, you know, you, the first time you heard Scarface, you know he wasn't from the East Coast. Right. You know, the first time you heard MC8, you knew he wasn't from the East Coast. You knew it was something else. You knew that. And, and, and the way it spread and the way the music kind of just, just built up um um so the question is or the question posed is um where is there a geographic location that well and, and you and you and Cliff kind of or you and Broderick kind of <clears throat> brought it out a little bit is there a location that like moves you more like you know was it the East Coast? Is the music coast. coming off the East Coast, or is it the South, or is it the Definitely West Coast? Definitely East Coast. Yeah. yeah. Is it something that kind of catches Midwest? Something that kind of catches your attention more than any any anything else? And for me, and for me, is is I I gravitate toward East Coast rappers, and 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 mostly because of the lyricism. Uh, Cliff said something earlier about backpackers. You talking about being? I think it's I think it's not. I think th- there is a level of lyricism that comes off the East Coast that doesn't come any that doesn't really come from anywhere else. You can pick rappers from the South, Midwest, the West that uh, speak that have heavy lyrics 
that are that are very lyrical in that vein. Yeah. 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 But um, that's a staple of the East Coast. That was just kind of their thing, you know. Right. And I think the thing about the East Coast that caught me, the reason the Tribe Called Quest was like uh, still one of my all-time favorite groups. And they don't ever have to put out an album. They would they would never come out of my top ten as far as hip-hop groups. Not at all. Um, is because I grew up musically listening to music. We came out of the R&B era. You said yep. early yep. about how you like singers, you like melodic, uh, you like melodies. Yeah. And so one of the things that, um, that that was a staple in the East Coast was the samples. And uh, jazz artists, they sampled a lot of jazz. Yeah. They yeah. sampled a lot of old school R&B. They sampled a lot of uh, soul music. Most of, most of the, the most sampled artists off of the East Coast is James Brown, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of mm-hmm. one of those... I think that that's why I, I gravitated toward the East Coast. It took me a long time to really start listening to, uh, to put them, I shouldn't say, I would listen to them, but I wouldn't put them into a, uh, uh, you know, we just started with like playlists. But if I, were, if I had a playlist in the early part of the 90s, West Coast rappers, South rappers, rappers from the South didn't get in too much. They didn't. Okay. They didn't. They didn't make it in too much. Not even. Not even Ghetto Boys. Took me a long time to get to Ghetto Boys. UGK. UGK took me a long time <laughs> to get to UGK. Okay, and and okay. I'm gonna tell you that. Well, Outkast. Out. By the time. By the time Outkast came out, I was a little. I would call myself a lot more well-rounded at that point. Okay. Well, well you know Outkast, they came out '93. Outkast album. I was a little mm-hmm. bit more. 93, 94, somewhere, mm-hmm, yeah, it was like mm-hmm, that. Yeah. So I was a little more well-rounded by then. Hip-hop was still pretty much in its infancy, you know. Uh, it was still 88, 89, 90, 91. I'm going to say the golden era started around 91, 90, 91. I think, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think period. <laughs> yeah. I think period. Clarify. Nah, I think, let's clarify. Nah. What what I mean? What came out before? I mean, you. I, I mean, there was some. There was some. Like you had Public Enemy. You had some. You had Cool J. Golden. But what you I'm saying. You gotta include the Beastie Boys and Run go, DMC. Go on and speak on it, Cliff. So that that's, that's what I'm Houdini. You I gotta would, include. They them gotta cats, be, man. And you, you gotta got to. include Rock Him. The words. Hey, like Run DMC, man. I would call them. I would call them architects of the sound. But I think I think in that. In that time period between eighty four to for ninety eighty four to ninety, I'm gonna call the I'm gonna say that it was far and few between. I'm uh, this 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 is my argument about that. There were there were one two three four you know once a year once every couple of years twice a year there would be an artist that you would go damn, they're going to make it. They're going to be a long, you know, it's going to be real deal hip-hop. They're going to be around for a while, Rakim, you know. But I want to say by the time 92, 93 came around, there were more, they had birthed some babies. Oh, yeah, without question. By that time, Overall, by that the time, they had, was yeah. More competitive, So I'm course. saying they had birthed some children, and they had birthed a whole lot of new rappers. And so my argument is, is that, there was a there was an infancy there was a there was a uh uh a beginning era 
of hip hop, and then there was the golden era of hip hop. And I don't, I don't know that I call Rakim, Public Enemy, Cool J. I would call them like, oh! I wouldn't call them golden era hip hop. Bad. I, oh my I'm God. not saying it's not a great classic. No, stuff no, 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 no. Mike. I'm not saying it's not classic. I'm not saying I'm just not. I'm not. My golden era kind of starts later. I think that Cool J, Run, all of them birthed some children, and their children were the golden era. That was the next but era. Why, of why who, were they the who, golden who, era? Right. And who why captured? Who captured hip? I mean, when you think about it, who really captured the feeling of hip hop better than the late '80s? That I mean, just that you. Okay, it really made okay, you feel see, like you was different than again, every. Made again, you feel not different than everybody. My argument fuck is not. Fuck R and B. No, no, no. Fuck the. You know, this. This right. is when hip hop no, no, no. was like. This I, is. This I, is what I, I do. It was political. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was alternative. It was in the news. It was rebel. You had two live crew. You. I mean, you just had so many white uh, folks wasn't rapping in commercials. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So my yeah. argument is not that they that 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 their contributions weren't significant. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that that. They didn't put out classic records, because um, you know today I got a gold made plate that says "I wish you would." Right. I, you know, I'm I'm not saying that they're not classics. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying is is that just like everything else, there are eras. So you know you got you got different eras of jazz. You got a bebop era. You have a, a classical era. You have trad jazz. You got all of these different eras. I'm saying that the the golden era. The the era when I think that I think that there were more bad rappers in the first part of the eighties than there were good rappers, and I think mm. it kind of started changing in the uh, <laughs> mid part, the early th- part of the nineties. You gonna convince this room? You know what? Wait, wait, you know what? Check this out. Check this out. We got a disclaimer real quick. You know why he got his name right? I already know. He is always secure about his opinion. Go ahead, Dirk. What I was going to say is, I feel what you're saying about the golden era. I honestly feel, I feel that. But I have to, you have to slide the scale of the golden era back. You can't start it at the 90s. You have to start the golden era like when hip hop actually changed. Right. Because. I think I, I think I picked the number when they changed. I the, think that's the good. I think I I think I did. I think Rakim was no, a lot different than Run DMC. That's what dude. I'm saying. That's that was a, saying. that was a huge the, like the change was with Rakim, with Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Granddaddy IU, Special Ed, KRS One, KRS One. Those guys Shame. are the ones who actually the beats and all that shit got they, hard. They brought <laughs> see those are hard. the guys that 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 actually ushered in the Nas is the Biggies. Right. So EPMD, Cool G Rap. So but I don't. That's where the golden age had Master Ace. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, eh. okay. I say eighty six. Come on, 85, man. Okay, but see here. But I still think that the golden era had fathers, and I think the era before the golden era were the grandfathers. And I still want to say Rakim, KRS One, uh, Chuck D. But, but that he, era, here's those, what, those here's were the golden. Here's those you, were the fathers. Here's what you. Here's I mean, the grandfathers. Here's what y'all not. They were the grandfathers. But what y'all not talking about? NWA was in there too. Ice Cube. NWA. Yeah, I give them. But what what y'all not talking about is what made it golden? Because they're saying it was golden because you. I mean, you specifically said 
that that's when hip hop changed. Right. That's when it had a totally different right. voice. Right. And right. that's when it had a voice that was it significant. It really had a significant it voice. Really, it wasn't a part of the mainstream that right. it is now. Right. And 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 it was it was this it was this it unique, was feared it, it was, was feared it was this unique thing yep. that people were afraid of. Yep. So like N.W.A. and all of those mm. people. P.E. You, you were afraid and of. It was classy. Yeah. See, see, I call them granddaddies. But but Let's I mean see. they're saying but that's that not that's, golden era. To but me. what makes it what makes it golden for you? Golden, what makes it golden? I, because the golden era, I think the golden era, and and I'll use the same word change. I think it expanded. I think it got. I think that I think that uh, 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 I'm trying to come up with a, a but that expanded example. argument could apply to future and mumble rap and Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, that's <laughs> why <laughs> that's what that's what you don't you don't necessarily want to use that, Mike. But that's, no, 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 no. <laughs> but that's still that's still a different era of hip hop. You wouldn't put Future in the golden era of hip hop, right? Twenty years from now, somebody will. That's what I. That's exactly. You know what I'm saying? Twenty years that's from now, exactly. somebody will. Exactly. You see, I, I, I don't think they because won't have no, because I don't no, think so. You won't. They're gonna skip this era. You won't. But they're gonna skip this era. They're gonna go back like is, I did, but, but, like we did. My daddy said the '60s but, and all that shit, and it is. I didn't believe it. So hell, once I got older, I went back. Y'all stand the bike, Cliff. That's what that is. Right, but you still. But we looking in a different era, and that's like what what your brother was saying. He came up in an era where hip hop was an afterthought. Hip hop was, was commonplace. That's like a microwave to yeah, your kids. Yeah. What your was kids, the afterthought? To him, hip hop was an afterthought. Not, because, not really. No, you know well, why? no. Because it was so young. No, it was no, real young. But no, really but, young. but no, what I'm saying is when he's saying when he wasn't he, even when teething he, yet. But he said when he came up, it was already there. Right. Like when we came up, it wasn't there. Right. And so that's why when he said the golden age, like when Mike said the golden age, and he's saying guys like Big Daddy Kane and stuff, the grandfathers, to me it's different because. I can't consider Big Daddy Kane a grandfather rap because, like I said, when I go back and I listen, because you started listening to rap, you said you fell in love with Q-Tip. In the 90s. In 91. You know what I'm saying? So that doesn't did, mean I wasn't aware of it. No, no, I'm not saying but you weren't aware. That's not, that doesn't mean I wasn't but aware what, of it. But what I'm saying is we because, because hip-hop to me, like back in 80, 83, 84, 85, it was already in me. I was already, you know, I was, I was already up on B Street. You know what I'm saying? I was already up on Wild Style. I was yeah. already up on the hip hop culture in '84, '85. So when Big Daddy Kane and all them guys came in, they was, took it to a whole nother. They level, were new school they? to me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for you to say that Big Daddy Kane is a grandfather rap is almost like you know putting him too far behind because Big Daddy Kane came so late in hip hop. You know, cause hip hop is was was even though it's a new art form, Big Daddy Kane came out, Coogee Rap came out, they mm -hmm. came out, hip hop had been. So they knew. So they let when me, I say they ushered in the golden era. So let that's me what let me ask a, let me ask a question I to agree. kind of uh, go away from the golden era thing and go back to the Nas album because I think it's kind of it kind of speaks to what you're kind of saying. So was you all were fans of Nas? Oh yeah, yeah. So, Still fans. He's so number two rapper. So is the is the issue the production or is the issue his flow? Is the issue 
is lyrics what what's the, what's the issue he doesn't it's, mesh well with kanye yeah the issue yeah. is the production production well yes. him the issue the is the production and, and him too. The, he kind of yeah, struggled with his flow either. Right. you know what i'm saying right. adam and eve was by far the best song on there. i don't care nobody say yeah. that's the only head nod on there see i'm mm. a hip-hop head i want to hear some hip-hop man i don't right. want to hear no Right. I don't want to hear no perceive as something different. I don't want to hear. I got it. What is hip hop? I got to intellectualize. I mean, what do you mean by that? That shit out. Beats and lyrics, man. Dope beats, dope lyrics. That's all I want to hear. Fat ass beats, fat ass lyrics. Just turn on unbelievable, Mike. And see, I'm a Nas fan. That's hip hop. And so I'm listening. I'm listening to Nas. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Nas fan. And and I was talking to my daughter. My daughter, 24, about to be 25. And we were just having a conversation about hip hop. And she asked me about the Nazi and everything. And I was like, you know, I tried to listen to it. But I said, you know what? I caught myself. And I, I, I kind of checked myself because I said, you know what? I was trying to make myself like the CD. There you go. And when, and when you catch yourself trying to make yeah, yourself like the CD, yeah. then there you know go. it's trash. Right. I'm sitting there listening, I'm trying, I'm like, maybe I like this song. Trying to buy the head And I'm like, because I'm a Nas fan, I'm trying to like, I'm like, I'm trying to pull something out of the CD, out of the the CD. I'm like, I I can't pull nothing out of it. And I'm listening to it, and I'm like. Because you wanted, you wanted wanted a straight New York Beats album. You didn't want any Mm -mm, uh, of the R&B production. No, because Nas had some. Think about it. Nas had some classics. Well, like, what? It R&B, was like, written. Like what? It was written. That, right, was, that was a lot yeah, of R&B. That was a lot of Dre. Project, was, in my yeah. project window. That was, to me, one of Nas's So you're songs. saying, so, okay, so, so the other thing I heard was he was, he was he, his flow wasn't there. He, right. Not right. like a, not, not, on, a, not on those type of beats. Nah. So we're going back to the beats. Those beats. Well, so I it's, keep it's going a back mesh, to the beats. But it's still a mesh, though. It motivates you to write. So it just sounded like he tried tried a little hard to make it to make it work, he only you know, so, so I'm going. So I'm kind of weaving this back into golden age stuff yeah. because if you go on a lot of message boards, uh, Kanye West is the beginning and end of hip hop. He's for, a genius, right? For much of you know, they making podcasts and re- deconstructing boys. a lot of his stuff. No, uh, I, 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 a lot of it. A lot of white, a lot of white it. boys. A lot, but a lot of a lot of black people too. Because our problem is we too friendly. <laughs> we let we we let them in and they take over. And, and, and they start that, to tell you preach. what sounds what's, good what's and what hip hop is. Right. Hey man, I'm telling you, we too friendly, man. We too friendly and too forgiving. So man. you're saying hip hop is being like co-opted. And what's it's the, already what, been cold. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so it's, what's it's been good? That. Ever since '97, I'm gonna say yeah. that before then, but shoot, yeah. so really after '96, yeah. So, so are are white folks pushing the Lil Uzi Verts and the absolutely co- they buying and that the Codex shit. They buying, they buying that shit. it too, though. Yeah. So, so what's interesting is you and I saw this movie uh, that we were talking about before called "Sorry to Bother You," right. and they asked the black guy to rap in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Because it was just an assumption that he could rap. He could rap. He's yeah. black. And it was a room full of white, uh, people. white people. Yeah, makes And sense. he was just, I can't rap. I appreciate rap, but I can't rap. Right. So he got up there and just kind of like, well, I, my name is this. Da, da, yeah. da, da, da. And, and everybody was looking at him. 
But then he start. But then he just said, "Nigga shit, nigga <laughs> shit, nigga <laughs> shit, nigga and shit." They nigga, that, nigga. Everybody's hands <laughs> went up, and then they started it's the <laughs> same thing with Richard Pryor. And they started it's the same chanting. thing while white folks like Richard Pryor. And Pryde, they started chanting. They started chanting it with yeah. her, like nigga and shit, Samuel nigga L. Jackson. Nigga shit, nigga shit. Samuel L. Jackson. Right. That entertainment. Who that nigga on that name? Jester. Court justice, man. Right. But yeah, but that's what like you were saying. But with the Nas CD. Can't come with no lyrics and be smart. You have to, to me, what I don't like about a lot of artists, and and so and artists will say this corny line, because I didn't hear even Jay-Z say it, and other people. They'll try to act like when the fans say, I like this from this artist, they always want to say, well, you don't want somebody to grow. You need to grow. Right, right. Nah, I don't want to grow because I like you for this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, that goes in. And so, so Mike has we we we've had that conversation so before. So it, it's not a necessary. See, that's the thing. wrong word. It depends on what you the want. Wrong word. I don't that, mind that how they, That's not. That's, that's not, not growing. I don't yeah. mind you growing, but don't flip. You know what I'm saying? But like, that still means you got to grow hey, the way I keep, want you to grow. Don't, nah, don't, don't kids want to grow, grow up to be bullshit adults. But, but some I don't kids want, to grow. Just because you grow don't mean you're growing into something right, good. Right. right. And yeah. what I'm saying is you put out a product. That's like IHOP, for instance, right? We know IHOP. And oh, I don't want to say we ain't, we ain't you know, endorsing nobody. But <laughs> no, they're not but, paying us. Right. But <laughs> they tried to flip it and say, we're going to be IHOP. We're going to sell burgers, right, right? Right. So I like IHOP for breakfast. Not necessarily for burgers. I mean, I never go there for a burger. So don't yeah, come to me and say, but so you, if, as an artist, you also selling me a product. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm a consumer. You know what I'm saying? I'm your customer. Right. Give me good customer service. Well, right. if you want you, the you, old shit, then buy his old album. That's <laughs> bullshit. That's a no. bullshit argument. Right. Now, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why but it's it a ain't bullshit because argument. I still want you to be able to come out. But that's what with, you with, want. That doesn't want, that's not, why would you, but if nobody, why, if you grow, Whatever you call growth, if you grow, you're not gonna bring everybody along with you. That's just that's just life. That's just what it is. And 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 to say you have to be the same. Nike ain't putting out the same fucking shoe every month. Basically, yeah, every year. Though. Yeah, they are. They but still what I'm saying, they got that check. They still got that check, nigga. They ain't finna lose. I guarantee they're not gonna lose. But they're still retro joints. But my point is, is that. But but my point is this: the same. You said retro joints. Every year, a different pair of Jordans comes out. But they, you still buy the old shit. They still but the you, old. They, they still buy. You still buy new colors. New colors. Hey. New colors. Polo. Mike. Same Nike. thing. Same. Mike, don't give me a Ralph Lauren polo without the man. Right. I don't want I don't the polo want if it don't have the man. My point is this. My point is <laughs> this. Polo hadn't always. I'll do it like this. Polo. They make shirts that are not just college shirts. Right. They make shirts that are button downs. They make shirts that they make a whole lot of different things. They don't make the same shit. They but have they new still, excuse, what's the cost? Excuse excuse what's the cost? They have they new they, know they have new collections every fucking what's the cost year. Of is there a new collection every you, year? But what's they, the cost? But they of still Mike? give you what you want. Is there a new collection every Mike, year? What's the cost? Is there a new collection <laughs> every year? <laughs> what's the cost? My point Mike? is this. My point is this. Here, here, here's my point. Whether it's the constant or not, if you don't want to buy the shit, don't buy. But don't but be trying to. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you don't like the shit, then just don't like the shit. It ain't nothing wrong with an artist trying to go out and do something different. It's not wrong. It, it, artists, as an artist, an artist is always searching for something else. And that's fine. If, if it's jam. If 
the first song you listened to, the first song you said you fell in love with was uh, Curtis Blow right. the Breaks. Right. If Curtis Blow put the Breaks out today, your ass wouldn't listen to it. You wouldn't listen to it. It's your favorite song, but you wouldn't listen to that shit. You know why? Because no, hip hop. I fell in love with hip hop okay. when I heard the Here's breaks. my I point. That was my favorite hip hop song. Here's my point. If Curtis Blow put out the breaks now, it would be an old ass Kurt, it would be an old ass song. If anybody else tried to put out the breaks, it'd be an old ass song to you. Somebody mm. already did that shit. I don't want to hear no new artists doing the nah, fucking breaks. Nah. That's you bullshit. That's bullshit. That's no, no, that's, that's a bullshit. No, that's, yeah, you, you keep wanting to. No, right. you, can't, can't, you know what the fuck you, we talking right. about, Mike. No, 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 no. It is absolutely nothing wrong with an artist trying so, to do something this. else. Tell me this. It's nothing when wrong with an artist trying to do something else. If an artist does that and they go on tour, everybody is okay with the music that they put out. What they want to hear? Will they put the old shit on? Really get into it. All it is, Mike, is what we're saying is 